Hey, what's up, you guys? You're now tuning in to J-Ray Don't Play. And right here with me, I have this dope, amazing human being. Uh, someone that I've caught up with in high school and I've seen recently at the alumni night of 10 years. Um, we went to this event that he hosted, had a lot of people just come by. And we, oh, or just say some people come by because, you know, we did the best we could. This high school, like, I don't know, sometimes the spirit is kind of down low, but we, we still came through and he just flexed his muscle of organization. I just showed a lot of leadership and also flexes talent in dancing. This human being right here is bam, 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 no one but the only, one and only, Shamari. What's up, Shamari? How you doing? What's good? What's good? Oh, lovely people. <laughs> <laughs> cheers to the world. Cheers to your fans. <laughs> yes. Cheers to your fans too, Shamari. How you doing, my beloved homie? What's good? I'm doing good. I mean, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Let me not say I'm doing good. I, I, I'm doing good today. Uh, I'm, but overall, I, I still healing. So right now, I'm, I'm right now today. I'm good. Yeah. Oh, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me pause right quick because I feel like the 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 sound huh? quality on this Facebook chat is like going up and down. So I'm gonna text you on a different. Um, okay. I'll text you in a different uh, place where we could have a better. You know, connection. Is that cool? That's, that's fine. All right, hold up, hold up, real quick. Me, I have cool. Pause in real quick. Okay. Um, that Wi-Fi was kind of my Wi-Fi was kind of off, and now we're connected, reconnected with Shamari. Um, just putting on some gas right now. Uh, appreciate yeah. you, Shamari, for being here and just your valuable time. You know. Um. Yeah. Like. Uh. Yeah, busy, busy out here in, during these times of coronavirus, man. Quarantine 19. Look at that, bro. Like, we got... Trying to stay busy. <laughs> What's up? Trying to stay busy. Oh, definitely. Like, I noticed that when I ain't doing shit, my mind go crazy, crazy. Like Yes. Yes, I totally feel that way. I totally feel that way, too. Honestly, beginning of quarantine, I feel like... I feel like I was, like, more... Like, you know, just more of a depressive mode because I didn't know what the hell I was doing in my life because uh took off work for a month not for a month for like three months yo i'm in that point too um and like i'm still waiting until august then i'll get back because i'm working as a para uh at a school site um so i'm like just trying to catch up with folks and to see how they're doing so yeah like it's been a minute since i saw you since the high school reunion and i got that in the pre-recording yeah, we haven't seen each other since uh yeah, since the recording. Yeah. I, I was about to say the uh the re the little reunion that we that we planned, but yeah, since the uh little since the little uh thing you did for me. Yeah, the dance thing was so fun. Yeah. I'm, I mean Yeah, it's been like seven months. <laughs> that was time goes by real fast. And I remember during that time you were having like just a re really reflective moment of your life of just dancing and also just having just getting broken hearted broken hearted and now uh, we're here a uh, time of coronavirus just here's a disease and here we go we got a social distance and wear a mask what a time yes yes it's uh 
it's act for me it's actually been um it, to be honest i want to say that it's for me that all this with corona and social and um the quarantine it hasn't really been that bad it's actually been, for me it's been pretty good it's been pretty fucking good like i've been able to do a lot of i got to focus on myself a little bit more and i was able to work on my spiritual like just like be a little more into my spiritual with my spiritual um side of life and i also started my own podcast with two of my other friends what so it's, it's been it's been like yeah oh yeah I, I thought i told you about this no no oh my god oh shit okay my fault <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay. Yeah, I need to go my, take that out. Start our own podcast. <laughs> what app you use? Yeah. Huh? What app you use? Wait, you said repeat that one more time. How what do you guys? Oh, I use Anchor. I use Anchor. Oh my god, we could have just used that instead of like right this right here. We could have like used Anchor to collaborate on that app. <laughs> That's what I use. How do you do that? You can wait. How, so wait, you can collaborate with people like um through as your uh through like your own like through multiple um episodes or podcasts. You can collaborate with people um that way. Yeah. Through the um, anchor app. Yeah, let's do that I next time. That. We'll do that again next time. Yeah. I'm totally down. Like I gotta get my uh my my two girls with me. I gotta get Mooch and uh what the fuck? I gotta get and and uh gosh, the other one changed her da- changed her damn name. I can't I can't remember it right now, but we. Got- our own like little, our own little like fucking like stage names for our for our podcast. Oh, like, wow. Oh, is... Wait, what do you guys talk about? Actually, I'm what the fuck. So our the podcast is called "What's on Your Plate," and then our focus is to just um our main focus since even though we're on our, like episode two right now, oh, we're okay. just trying to we focus on like things that are going on in ourselves and. And with things that's going on in the world, and what we try to do is that we try to dissect everything and find ways to kind of clear everything that's going on. Like talk about ways of how we can how we can um, resolve our issues, or just or just um, you know just come to some type of resolution in and how we can and just resolution about things that's going on with, within our within our uh, uh, issues that we're going through at the moment or that the world's going through. Yo, you give me the heebie-jeebies. That's that's so dope. All right, well, I'll put you on some and then connect it to my podcast. I'll write down like um the description so I could like share it to all your medium platforms and I'll I'll just put it on the album cover later. But speaking on that, that I'm just so glad that you have that. And yeah, hello. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like I we're gonna continue doing this and. This is not just going to be the only time we're going to connect and collab. We're going to do it again in another way where we could use both Anchor apps. Well, just be both of us and doing this because I feel like that's the real work that my, my, my that I'm trying to do, too, is just my spiritual journey and just like hearing other people's journeys, too. That's why I like hit you up. Yes. Yeah, bro. No, I appreciate it. I'm like, I'm willing to like I'm willing to share, share whatever things I can do to make to make sure I don't know just just share, share my own little information on, on my own side of life and how whatever the fuck we decide to discuss within within your episode of this podcast man it's, whatever you need whatever you need me for I am here I'm here to discuss with you pretty much for sure and with that um transitioning to just diving in deep because we spoke onto it and it's like yo like you have this background and I want to hear just like whatever that you want to speak on, like as in whether like of your uh, 
heritage or even just like your sexuality um and feel free to speak on which and like you know pass on whatever you want to like how are you feeling now about like you know during these like during the past protests and how has it affected you so the whole thing with the pro um when this first okay well after that whole thing that happened with george george floyd and everyone and um, Breonna taylor and all that stuff i was actually i was pre honestly pretty fucking numb to all of it i was not reactive towards it i actually at the point i just in my mind i just wasn't really caring too much for it because i was already dealing with so much uh -huh. um I, I i was taking care of my grandma at the time during all the protests and all this stuff was happening and i was I, I was literally like out of the loop i was not really like paying attention to all of it um and it just wasn't it wasn't to me at the point a factor for me to deal with because i was just i was too busy helping take care of my grandma and, and honestly god rest her soul because i just uh, i don't know i just I, I literally had no i had no i had no feelings towards it at that time but I mean, after I, I just was mentally, I was just too mentally, mentally drained at the time to actually to be able to deal with all of that. Mm -hmm. But now, now um, I want to say, yeah, now like probably like a week after all that protest, not everything that went on, finally was like you know, everything just like kind of started hitting like hitting me, and I'm just starting to see like hella people's posts about like how they don't give a shit about this Black Lives Matter or just protesters in general. And saying that they can all just get fucking like scrambled and shit. I literally had some 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 woman. I'm not trying to dis disrespect out her name, but she was very being very disrespectful herself. Uh, that worked that that worked for the same company as I did, and she was t saying all this shit about like I'm like she posted some shit like some like meme that said all lives splatter or some shit. Wow. And it just kind of was like really like really are, are you are you serious? Are you really gonna just say some shit like that? Like. I just and then that's what I think that that part like really triggered me the most, and then that's when I started having more to say about everything. I'm like, yo, like it's everyone. I was like, if for the fact that some of y'all, some of y'all really don't understand or just start now start to understand why, like why people do. Is it open? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. Are you are the are the uh, things still on the uh, gas? Okay. Sorry, he's looking at me weird, so I didn't know what the fuck. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Nah, you cool, bro. You cool. Uh, but yeah, so so what happened was um um I don't know. I just that's someone I just like I just started like I just started to finally just like start posting shit. I'm like yo, like for people like people don't understand like, understand this shit. I, I I forgot what I said. I said a lot. I was like I was posting a lot, and it was I, I'm like say I just had to. In draining like I'm for I, I'm like I'm for the protest I'm for people like and I'm all, I'm all, I'm for the that's my I'm gonna say that's because like I understand what the what what it stands for and there's still like a lot of people that don't which which is to me it's like it just it don't make any sense to me it's like it's not even that they're trying like people BLM is trying to say that not all, all other lives matter it's just the fact that we don't we feel like we're not our lives is not is not valued at all like we, we can literally get killed by the police or just by some random people and then they'll get off with no problem but take this if this is someone else like if this is like another white person or or someone or someone like that's made a fucking money it will like this um this will be taken um be uh, treated as like treated as like uh how, the law would be treated uh be more for them than it would be for people of um more people of color pretty much hmm. so it's just it's been a lot it's it's a lot to even discuss to be honest i'm like i would 
uh, to be honest, it's hard for me to even like touch on it because it's just, it's a lot to even discuss. But I know just I know like I'm like and I'm I'm for like I'm for all this shit. I'm even for like some some of the uh, the riots that happened because I'm like at this point it's like how how much more do like how much do we have to protest? Because it's been a whole fucking decade. It's been more than a decade of protest, but like. Within this past, since 2010 up until now, like, we've just been seeing multiple, like, it's like, it's been, like, heavy in the media about, like, you know, you see a black person getting killed for, uh, you've seen a black person getting killed for, uh, by a cop or, and them getting off with no, with no charges or just, like, another, or some, some, some supremacist or white dude kills a, kills a person of color, not just a black, but just a person of color, and then they get off with no fucking problem. Mm. And that's why I'm just like, what's so, how much more do we need to, like, how much more does this uh, country need to, like, really protest for you to really start listening on what's going on and pay attention to, like, what's the, what the problems are? Yeah. So, and that's what I, and that's one thing I'm just like, I understand people's, like, like, like people upset about people looting and shit but honestly like not and don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not for looting i'm not i'm not a violent person i'm like i'm but at the same time i understand why people f- will fucking start stealing sh- like will start stealing shit i'm not for people stealing mom like raiding mom and pop shop but at the same time i understand why people would like start destroying the whole fucking um the whole fucking um their whole fucking um society or their uh community because because of like everything that's going on, it's like okay, well, what's the point? Like I'm like I can kill tomorrow and no one give a fuck. Like uh, this this um, system wouldn't give a fuck. So like why why not destroy this fucking this fucking um this fucking uh our, not county but our community and like hope and like and hopefully hopefully they'll actually start paying attention to us or mm-hmm. just like hopefully I'll just I'm like I'll, maybe I just get a one up it this way I'll like better like find some way to like come up on some shit and then hope that, but it's only going to last me for what, how long until like, I know I'm going to get shot, shot down by a cop or just, or killed by someone. And then like, they're not getting, they're not getting a fair trial that they, the fair trial that they deserve. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, man. It was like, it was really difficult. Like just seeing all that stuff and, you know, just hearing it in the news. Like I remember when we met up, like around the time, uh, for Babla like alumni event, like yeah, for me like one of the things that triggered me was during mm-hmm. my time in November, which is one of the reasons why I created this podcast was that in November I saw this dude in the bar. It wasn't a, a news it was blasted that he was just eating a simple breakfast sandwich, a breakfast burrito or something, and then a cop. Do you that. remember that one? Yeah, and yeah, then, you know my Instagram is about J Wright eats, and like. I'm always freaking eating and like say if I was just that person just eating and I'm going to work like and then now this person this cop is yanking my bag and telling me that I can't I'm I can't go anywhere because I'm eating my food in the bar station is you can't be doing it I'm like for real this little petty little little petty thing you're gonna like stop me and tell me that I can't be doing this and you're gonna give me like you're gonna arrest me or whatever and when I saw that it burnt me up to crisp and like i was yeah. so mad and then i saw I, I liked how like the community started just saying yo that's not okay because like that dude that police officer you know like light-skinned dude yeah. just was just like a bully you know i felt like it reminded me of like teachers that would kind of just do certain things of like power struggle to students it reminded me of just yeah yeah dude like 
and when when I see these things too in the news repetitively, like it affected me uh, and it triggered me of like what I was going through in my past. And I was just like, yo, I'm fired up, <laughs> you know? And that was my trigger. And I'm glad that folks, not just in San Francisco or over Atlanta, just like I seen the, I saw it in the map that like everywhere in USA were protesting, like just a red, red yeah. on the mark. And I was just like, now y'all know what folks are feeling. Like I'm super glad that folks are pissed off and doing something like now. Like why wasn't it before? But I guess it's just social media type of thing. Huh? No, it's just that we, we, like a lot of well, everybody's like starting to do it now, like across the world, because now we have nothing but time to really like oh, yeah. sit in our feelings and reflect and understand. Because during I was like before, like when all this shit was happening, we had our regular day to day lives. Yeah. We still had to go to work. We still had a plan. We still have other things that we were doing. Now we are, we we didn't have really and a lot of people like we're we're, we're still, literally all of us is like unemployed. Yeah. So we have nothing better to do with our lives. So this is the only thing that we really can do. So it's the collective of that coronavirus triggering of this collectiveness. Yeah. Yo, this is time for up up leave up. What, what do you call it? Changing. Of like some new changes because systems ain't working, right? Yeah. Damn. So even though there's just like this negative thing of coronavirus, there's also this negative thing, or like it's just kind of like a change or a reform. Yo, like wake up. This is the. These are the things that we need to fix in order when coronavirus, like hopefully that, it'll soon be done. That these changes, when we come back to our systems, change. Yes. Um, I appreciate yes, you I, I, and your perspective on that, bro. Like, I I just value your opinion. You know, like, I haven't really spoke too much to other folks about this. And, like, I think sharing, just hearing other people experience and, like, listening to you, Shumari, um, uh, African-American uh is like insightful to just hear your perspective and i hear that some people you know like they don't have the mental space like um sometimes social media like wreaks havoc on us because we like we see shit and it kind of pushes down and then you had your grandma to take care of and that's another issue that you know you got to prioritize so i appreciate you you know and blessings to your family and your your grandma for just those times that you had to go through. Yeah. yeah. Like, I missed out on all those big protests that we had, like the one in San Francisco and the one in Oakland. Because I wanted to go, I wanted to, like, be there so bad, but, like, I literally the next day, the next day I had to take care of my grandma, and I'm just like, dude, like, is, is it going to be worth it? Because I literally had to, we had, literally had to watch her, like, I literally, me and my family had to take turns watching her for like 24 hours and I, I really want to be there to mm. to be to just support it because I'm like you know what like I want to actually finally do one of these like I feel like this it's it, it's important for me personally I feel like it's something that I should definitely should I should have considered I, I was I was considering actually doing but I put my I actually put my grandma grandmother first because not not only be not only because I knew I was going to be I, I had to make sure I had enough all the energy in the world to be able to take care of her uh, since it was since it was already like mentally a lot and physically a lot, and it was very it's draining, but also because I, I have to worry about I have to worry about uh, COVID at the same damn time. Yeah, because I'm like she's already sick, she's already like in her dying bed, but I don't want to like have her die quicker than what what I want her to. You know, what I'm saying like what what our family wanted to. Yeah. 
Wait, so, how's your grandma right now? Oh, she's got passed away June fifth. Oh, like may uh yeah yeah rest in peace, man. Like um, that's just really recent. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry that happened. Wait, so what? What? How did she pass away? Was it like just of an old age or just mul multiple complications already? Like just things she's already been going through for like pretty much since I was a diabetes, emphysema, arthritis, a couple other things started popping up out of nowhere too. Like not out of nowhere, but just started happening over the years. Mm. Check, check. Months, like some months for me to still like get through this. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check, check. Kind of. Uh, uh, sorry about that. No, I'm driving under the, uh, I'm driving under the tunnel right now from um, Alameda's uh, back to Oakland. So my bad. I kind of lost some signal. But yeah, it's uh, it's. I think that's like it's that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm I saw this thing like overall I'm okay. Like I'm still. I want to say I'm good. I want to say I'm better. Like after seeing after the funeral and just like deal and just seeing her casket just going in the ground. Like I want to say that was just like my way of learn like letting go but i to be honest i'm still like i'm still trying to like fully adjust to the fact that she's not here mm. in a way so it's it's still a lot it's it's it's, it's still i'm still got that going on but i'm like it does not stop me from like trying to do you know it's just trying to still live my life and, and making sure that i don't whatever i'm going through i don't project them onto others type mm. shit so mm. it's it's been a it's been a it's been a long two months it's been a, a very long two months but i'm i'm trying my best to enjoy to continue to live my life the best way i know how mm. i feel like i feel like um also it's like a lot of things that just happen you know i remember you know you creatively express you dance you dance so well and i remember the time that yeah. during that breakup that you had that was like another time of grief and you were just doing something to like let go of like finding a way to find how to say a closure and then i feel like this is something that i have uh touched with too i mean i don't know if you remember but like around for me in december or whatnot i was like i was doing like stuff like pole dancing and i was hitting you up i was like yo homie you want to try a pole dancing with me or like a heels clash i kept shooting you messages because i needed to find a way to let go and just uh, find a group of people just to come with me because i didn't feel good and i feel like just finding yeah. friends and like tribes like you was really helpful in my time of need and i just appreciate just you being there as my homie just to talk to. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wait, you said you didn't, why didn't you feel good going to the Hills class? I, honestly, you were had more confidence to, than me to go to the Hills class. Oh, no, I mean, like, I, <laughs> uh, at first, I was scared. But what I meant to say is, like, I found refuge in, like, asking folks to go with me because I wasn't as comfortable yet. But, like, when I would have a yeah. friend come with me, I would be more comfortable. I mean, I went, there weren't, Whenever I went, I was never alone. I always had a friend that I kind of pushed to come with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I last. Uh, yeah. To be honest, I, I like. I'm like. I because of you, I was. I was fully on considering on trying to take a heels class. I mean, like, I still probably would now. Uh -huh. But it's. Uh, I you know I. 
so with uh growing up for me like it's been hard for me like it's, it's hard it's hard for me because i always feel like i have to like try to keep a level of masculinity going for myself because of because of my sexuality oh and wow i know that's still yeah i've internalized masculinity problems and i really or, fem, or feminine problems one or the other i don't know what the fuck it is that's exciting bro i mean that's interesting as fuck so because of your sexuality um your sexuality correct me if i'm wrong is gay yeah you had a trouble oh whatever huh or whatever i don't know like sometimes i find myself still attracted to some women but it's it's rare oh but yeah i just i rather just get for come come so sometimes flexible sometimes it could be flexible it can be flexible Oh, then, then I don't know if there's another term for that. Just, but then it's more mainly preferential, yeah, male. Mainly into, I'm mainly into men, so I, I mean, that's why I just say like when to make it easier for for myself and others, just say just call, just take it. I just tell them just call, it, pretty much, make it easier for their asses because mm. they'd be so confused. Like, yeah, you know what? I'm hurting your head. Like, just, just, just stop. Oh. Stop trying. <laughs> And that's con that's in itself is really difficult too because you're trying to be yourself, but then I feel like other people don't understand you, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is the the only person I can be is me. So fuck the label. Like I mean, I feel like sometimes labels are very hurtful because like it yeah. puts us in a box that we can't really just be ourselves because like these motherfuckers are gonna say that yeah. I can't yeah dude I feel that like see for me to do all this shit that I did I felt pressured and like judged so much like oh shit if I'm taking this pole dancing class if I'm taking this heels class and I'm a straight male motherfuckers gonna think I'm gay and I didn't feel this way like my friends were accepting of me until like I started adding yeah. random strangers on Facebook I only did that because this was my projection of anger and frustration during this time of like, I was really just pissed off at work. I was really passed off at like this video on of this guy at Bart eating because I'm Jerry Eats and I eat everywhere. And I thought I put myself in that guy and I projected, you know what I mean? So I was just like, yeah, I felt the need to like do certain things that was just out of the normal because it was my way of creative expression and of just venting my frustration into like a beautiful thing type of dance like i did poetry too but you you know because yeah. i sent you hella shit i sent you and hella people yeah, shit. yo like i was fucking crazy right like i don't know if you would think that way <laughs> just be straight with me i mean i listened to some shit i listened to some shit honestly uh some one of one of our friends like thought you were being a little you're going manic and i was like maybe he is like i haven't seen this level of uh <laughs> i haven't seen this level before but i i don't know i don't know what was going through your mind at the time and i didn't even know how to address to like bring it to to your attention at the time either so i mean at at that point like yeah i, I was like maybe he's going manic i don't know i don't even know how to like even point out like even say say like okay to, I don't know who to talk to to like to make to make to make sure that they checked up on you because I don't know who who's like who you're closer with um, who you're close with right now, but um, and I don't know, also didn't never never knew your family neither so I wouldn't know who to like even hit up for that but yeah I, I, I don't know I think you're going you're definitely like you're definitely like on a roll with a lot of things I'm just like uh I'm like it, it kind of like got kind of got a couple of our, our friends a, a little worried at the time because we didn't know if if you were 
if you're like kind of like losing your losing your shit at the time you know what i'm saying but, yeah i mean right now right now it, se- it seems like you just you're, you have like things a little more managed and a little under a little more i feel like everything's a little more under control yeah so i don't know i don't know what was going on through your mind at that time fully like if, uh. Yeah, I mean, like, and I feel like that's why I kind of just had to find a way to let things out. And I did with, like, spirituality. I started, like, how you did your journey of, like, going... I started going to... My homie invited me to a Christian church. And then I had yeah. my Muay Thai gym instructor take me to a Buddhist temple. Um, so many spiritual yeah. stuff. And then I started doing all these different exercise routines. I started doing into herbs. I started doing hella stuff, like herbalarious stuff. And then I just started connecting to people. And in real talk, like in junior year in high school is when I had my 5150. And that's when I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. But I got full remission after a year. And it's just like in this year of November, I got triggered by so many things where it was at work, where there was a person with that a white gentleman. I remember... Yeah, just a white oh, gentleman. Yeah, I, well, I thought it was talking about a woman. Sorry about that. Well, like, well, oh, it's cool. There was like this white gentleman that said something to me that was like a microaggression, and I had to spoke on speak on it, and I was just like yelled at, and this was at my work environment, and I was just pissed off because this dude got to stay there while I got kicked off, and that was my frustration that yeah. just led to like, oh, now these things are happening, you know, during this COVID nineteen. I'm like, I was speaking about microaggressions before from like white folk. And then yep. now I hear all this stuff about white folk. So I'm just like, yo, people that are posting hella about, you know, racism or microaggressions is like kind of me, how I was being in November, December. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I found it like kind of funny because me acting up then reminds me and kind of found, I found it like a synchronicity or like just coming back as a pattern like oh i see hella people posting when i'm not as posting as much anymore because i just remembered how i was when i was mad how i was frustrated and now i see people posting how they're frustrated of what they see in social media and i I mean like i'm thankful that people were worried about me i got messages from people like that cared about me and i i just appreciate you know folks that stuck through and i lost a lot of friends um, they would tell me they love me, but they were just like, I couldn't, I can't really like, it's hard for me to see the messages that you're posting because it's hurtful and it's triggering me. And I'm like, that's from real talk. And I'm just want to spread love to y'all, even if y'all don't understand what I'm going through right now. But this is what I need to do yeah. for me to feel better, even though it's social media posting. Yeah. 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 So I'm yeah, thankful that, that you were there for me, bro. Like, even though that you didn't know how to you know, communicate or anything, just, I feel like just you being there, dancing with me or showing me your talent and just expressing yourself helped me express myself too. And like, I got to do things that I wouldn't be really up to doing, but just seeing your vulnerability got me to do that stuff too. I could be there to help you, bro. (laughs) Yeah, man. And I'm like, you speaking on that masculinity talk, Versus like, oh, how it affects your sexuality. I could tell that like a lot of gentlemen, we have this thought that we got to be a certain way. And it's fucked up. And like even folks that I know have found it hard to just tell folks what they identify as. Because people of social norms and stuff. And how was your experience just that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like, I think it's just like, 
I mean, I felt like it would have been tough. Uh, shit, it's still tough. Like, even the gay, being in the gay community is kind of tough. But so, that, I mean, sometimes I don't even want to, like, even consider myself. That's why, I, and for a while, like, I didn't want to, like, consider myself to be, like, consider myself gay because I'm just, like, I couldn't, I've, there's some people with it, like there's people like not people but there's like some stigmas within the gay community that makes you that just makes it harder for you to really be i don't know i don't want to say be yourself but just like just i guess i want to say in the in a like you have to you have to live up to you have to be live up to a certain um expectation in order to be within it and and, and i mean i'm i'm right now I'm more, I'm more solid about myself. But I still struggle. So, like, growing up, I used to always, like, be bullied because people would call me, you know, like, would call me gay and shit like that. And and also, like, in my household, it was the same thing. It was kind of the same thing, too. It's like, I was, honestly, if I, I was really I was really into, cheer, to like, cheerleading and I was in dancing back then. And that's because we always have to go to these football games every time with my parents because my, my parents were both coaches. My dad was a football coach. My mom was a cheerleading coach. So we had, always had to go to the football games. And every time, like, the, uh, the cheerleaders went, went on and did their halftime show, I'm like, I actually wouldn't want to do that. Like, I want to dance. And I, and it really started opening me up to want to dance more when they started coming up with the dance squads and shit. Hmm. And I'm like, I want to do that shit. Like, I want to do that. And then, like, I'll start to make movements. And then my family would kind of, or at least, yeah, my, my family would kind of, like, shut me. Like, make, you know, my brother probably either made fun of me. My, my family would be, like, kind of ashamed me for, like, like being into that hmm. in a way. And... And um, it's and I don't know. It's just like it, it was just kind of it was it was kind of shitty. Like honestly, I I I'd probably be better. I'd probably be like and have a higher platform with dance if I was to if I was still if I was to do that at the younger age. But I don't know. I'm like I'm I'm thankful for my my journey I'm at right now because I've I've grown a lot. But at the same time, it's like at the same time it still sucks. It's just like I still gotta. I feel like I still have to move up to a certain certain like level like like a certain standard in to in like other people's eyes just so i can be like be accepted in their eyes you know what i'm saying and this goes from my, my family too and like with my family too and within the um within society like i don't there's times where i'm like i want that was like well before like when i was younger i was a little more feminine but once i went down moved out to socal somehow or some way i don't know even know i, I didn't notice it didn't really notice it too much but like like a lot of my uh, like a lot of my friends uh that up here was saying like bro like you seem like more straight you seem more masculine I'm like what the fuck like i don't feel like i didn't change anything but i was living with a, a like li- living in a dorm full of guys and i was trying to make sure that they didn't and i was trying to like kind of hide myself from them because i wasn't comfortable enough to show who i was because i don't know how, how they are with homosexuality so I think that within that that first two months or two or three months of me living down there, like I just I kind of just my masculinity just starts like like I decipher decipher out of my, me I guess, and it's I don't know I just it just didn't I don't know and ever since then I'm like okay cool like I look more straight that means I'm good that means I'm good that means I can like you know walk through the, like I can get I can get past through the through the gay community and through fucking and through fucking regular society as well. So I'm like I'll, I'll be wanted. I wouldn't I wouldn't be shamed upon all this bullshit. It's it's uh it's a lot and 
honestly, it's, it's something that is mentally ingrained in my head that I want to break, but it's really, it's, I have the fear of trying to do that, but also at the same time, it's like, yeah, I have the fear, I have the fear of wanting to do that, but also at the same time, like, it's just, it's kind of like, it's kind of comfortable. It's like my own little privileged way of making sure that I'm, I'm kind of, I'm safe in my own, in my own little bubble that I live in pretty mm. much. And it sucks. it sucks to even like to even think that way. It sucks that that's even that's even the case. But that's how a lot of people get, like that's how a lot of some, a lot of uh, people who are gay some, like who are gay in, in the closet get through life. They have to they have to put on this fucking mask, this full on mask and personality of them, just so that they can get through get through life, so so that they don't be harassed or or so that they can be wanted in some ways. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's so much. It's it's so much. It's, I mean, there are great things. Don't, don't get me wrong. There are great things about the gay community, but at the same time, there's so much. There's, I feel like a lot of people. I do feel like there's some people out there that do feel like they have to be a certain way in order for them to be accepted. Hmm. And it sucks. I mean, that, and that's I know that's what the, for what the community. To be honest, I know that's what a lot of what a lot of communities. I ne- and that's weird because I'm like that's the only thing I've ever really struggled with. I never really struggled with being black until I got until I moved down to Southern California. Oh, what, you struggled being yeah. black in SoCal, not just no. not just um that mask well, that masculinity. Well, don't well, I, no. Like I, I had one incident, and that's what made me like. That's when I I've ever actually dealt with an issue of myself being black huh. in a in a situation, and that was the first time that's really opened my eyes. I'm like, you know what, I I. Now I get that. I get that part. I get that part before I even. I I, I understand. Like I understood the struggle of me just being gay. I never. I never like was like con, con, I I you I hear about it, but I never fully had to experience it until a moment I had down there when some dude was like when I had this this couple trying to like you know like get over on me on a fucking Uber ride, and then and then like. I'll, after like this person already bashed me, bashed me and shit. Like I'm getting out the car, and his ass gets out the car too, screaming out, "Hey, this black guy, man's trying to st- uh, rape my wife." Huh? Whoa! Safe yeah. place, you know. Like if you say things like this and you don't want it to be there, I'll take it out. Like this is you being vulnerable, and I'm not judging you on any of this. So like right here, this is this talk that if you feel that this is like something that is really just vulnerable and deep with you and this is something that has happened to you in socal and that this is when you said that it brought you that feeling that being black is how affected you how it has affected you your own self and you have experienced it um i'll just continue on it's not about 40 minutes in and i just want to check in are you at home just making sure you're cool no yeah yeah i'm at home right now so like do you want to continue on this conversation and like, tell me, tell me, like, what, how, like, like, um, that reasoning. Oh, they just beat you up, just trying to understand. And if you don't want this no, on, was, let me know. No, he he did. He ripped. I'm like, I mean, he did. He ripped my shirt. We both called the police, and we and we both called the police. I was really the only one with like with, with like marks on his face. That's it. Uh-huh. Like, I was the only one that was like, I wasn't bleeding badly. I wasn't bleeding badly, but. I was like, but I was the only one that like that got real that got hurt pretty much. They were just they were probably just pissed and just a little bit shooken up. So, and then you got who got in trouble during this matter? 
Nobody. The police told me like, you know, they're only going to suffer. Um, they're only going to suffer a misdemeanor. And I'm just like, and at that point, I mean, I, I was at this point where I'm like, I'm like, I don't want them to fucking go through a misdemeanor. Like, cause I'm like, and I don't want them to go to jail. Cause what the fuck are they really going to like learn from this? It's like, they're going to be, well, I'm going to say, I want them to know, like, be sorry for what the fuck they did. But are they really going to be sorry? Because they might mm. be doing this to other people. Yeah. Like, they might, they might. Uh, I was like, I was like, they're, they're probably the type of people that actually enjoy doing this shit to people. Oh. So it's like, I'm like, I don't. That's why I'm just like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm good off of it. Uh, I'm, I was like, it's, it's just like, it just showed me like that. Just showed me like, you know, you are. There are some, some people out there that are willing to use their, their white privilege. They, and they know that their white privilege is this because of the fact that he's able to, he was trying to turn that shit around and say that this white, this black dude trying to rape my wife. I'm like, really, dude? Like, really? I'm like, I was like, it went from you, like, it went from like something that escalated, it went from something that escalated to like, to that something that was, I, I, I pushed, pushed for it to escalate to that point. I should have just, I was like, and honestly, if I was smart enough at the time, I would have just been like, I should just stop my car, like, well, we're not going nowhere, so we can just sit right here. But the fact that like you do have people out there that are willing to try that will try to flip this shit around to make it look like it was all like to really flip this shit like flip a whole entire shit and then this is like a way to like get get like uh, a person of color like caught up mm. like I mean I seen that shit but I never thought I would ever experience it mm. and so so the main point is just like that white privilege was. It was the first time that you saw it was when you were in SoCal and this uh white couple just used what they did to get to for what they did wrong to use that statement like he is he trying to rape my wife like got just them mm -hmm. to get you know they're them using their privilege at all the, that's what they were doing and that's yeah. the first time you saw it in real life even though like it was just in I mean that's the first time that you experienced it yourself right in front of your face like raw and cut yeah Dang. Yeah. And then do you think and that's where how it just created this masculinity more of in SoCal because of this incident? Because that's what you told me that in SoCal is this when you're you felt like your masculinity coming out even more. Is that true to, or not? To be honest, I feel like that's the to be honest, I feel like that probably been the perfect time for me to use more of my feminine side. Like honestly oh. it, it it's honestly it just it just sucks because I'm like it's it's a, it's like for me personally, it's like it's a weird, it's it's like a, a sw I have to switch, put put on a switch every time. Like mm. in order for me to like really, if I'm vibing with someone and I'm at I'm out somewhere and like especially at like a straight like a straight club or like at a straight club or at an event, I'm like and I'm vibing with them and then they they want to just be they they give me the cold shoulder because I'm like I'm a male I'm a male I'm a black male they're oh. probably just like uncomfortable <laughs> like touching and. I, trying to i really have to like really flame the fuck on oh. in order to the rhythm to like i'm not trying to get at them i know what you say I'm, like, I'm, I'm literally just trying to vibe with them like, oh. i'm trying to get on the just really get a good vibe like yeah. you're dead especially if you're really dead like you're for me as a dancer like if i see you grooving and i'm yeah. in your groove like i'm a groove with you nothing I'm yeah, I'm trying to agree with you. I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to like push up on you or anything. Yeah, I'll be finding like straight guys are are worried like we're having their girlfriends around me. I'm trying to dance with. Oh, I'm just yeah. like literally just dancing with them, and then he pulls, they pull him off. I'm like, really, dude? Like, like literally, uh -huh. I I show you that I was like, at least I'm I'm showing my aspects of me being gay, and you're still you're still. I mean, insecure. It's insecurity. It's insecurity. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's just like really, it's like, are you that in insecure with with yourself to 
think that I'm trying to get at your girl. Like, it's it's just it. Uh, I, I mean, some people are just self. It, I understand there's some ways of being selfish in certain things, but yeah. there are other things when selfishness is like it shows more insecurity than selfishness. Yeah. With the person that you're with. It is definitely insecurity. Um, I think some people have different, what do you call it, framework or different upbringing or just like societal yeah. things. And then when certain folks like think about it that are straight and they have like a girlfriend, like I'm just thinking yeah. like, how would I feel, you know, how would J-Ray, straight guy, feel with Samari bumping and rubbing on his girlfriend, <laughs> you know? So I was like, oh yeah. shit, I'll be like, I mean, I mean, like, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Or, like, someone that I'm about to marry. So, it depends on the situation, you know what I mean? Like, if y'all if y'all just, like, having a good time, I don't know. You know, it depends on each and every single individual and the insecurities. But, yeah. like, currently, like, I feel like, I, if you, if, I don't know, you know, I think I have my own sense insecurities. So, like, I'm, we all working on ourselves. So, I, I'm just trying to speak on that on my side. <laughs> Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> so then no, I love it how you have this perspective and then I'm throwing out my perspective too. And nobody's wrong here, you know? So Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that yeah, we're having totally this conversation. Agree. It's healthy. Like we need to break these eggshells so we understand each other. And if we don't know what the intention is, but the impact is like big. You know, if like someone is feeling the type of way and the other person don't know, like there needs to be a a fine line with the communication like yo i ain't trying to get you your girlfriend or the other person needs to be like oh these are my insecurities and um, communication it's just weird you know there's yeah. a lot of misunderstandings and that's what's caused problems if people are don't understand what the other person's are intentions yeah yeah that's yeah, the that, no, that's the dissection like that. bro like of your podcast that you guys are promoting and i want to go to that because it's getting to the 46 minute and i know that i want to be mindful of your time you got work tomorrow and tomorrow i mean you have this podcast with your friends the name is uh focus on things on your wait you guys focus on things in place it's what's on your plate what's on your plate in your episode yeah, two? what's on your plate what, what's what's on your plate yeah what's uh y-o plate what's on your plate? oh y-o you why oh you why oh so like what on and then like yo like why oh okay what's on your plate like that yeah all right yeah, yeah. and y'all on episode two you guys are like do, doing the same thing with what we're doing now is just like dissecting issues finding the resolutions and i feel like that's what uh, projections yeah yeah so yeah, i'm on yeah. the i'm on the, i'm on the same boat bro so um in the future i look forward to doing more collaborations with you and then like finding like what are the real real things that we could do as a community as a just like individual in our systems to make things better because i feel like we need to break all these eggshells into progressing i really appreciate you bro for your time you're valid you everything i you do i value and i just want to ask you, like, if you have anything to say, you you know, like, last bits or tips, coronavirus, venting, anything. Speak, uh, well, can you share? What was that? What, the tips? Like, wait, what was that? Oh, shit. I mean, like, if you got any tips for people during this time of coronavirus uh, or, like, anything uh, you want of, like, speaking on sexuality. Okay. You know, tits. If you want to talk about tits, too. <laughs> I'm playing. Let it through. Let it out. My 
it's on my <laughs> no honestly bro thank you thank you for having me on your on your podcast i really appreciate this and i value i value you as much i value as much too i feel, i really feel like that it's I'm, I'm happy that we were able to like get back like you know come together after like so long and actually communicate some more like you know come just just reconnect i'm happy that we can reconnect with one another so yeah i, I appreciate you bro thank you so much for having me Bro, like heart to heart, I, I, it feels nice to just talk. And we need to do more of this sometimes, you know, like to check out on your homies, just like the people that you know in your community and whatnot. Um, and what I continue to say in my podcast is like continue to self-express, inspire and empower yourself and yeah. others. Stay tuned to the next episode. Thank you, Shamari, for being here. Appreciate thank, you, brother. Thank you. I'm Mooch. <laughs> we haven't done an uh, episode. Oh, I forgot my... My alias name in the in the in our podcast yeah. is Mooch. The other girls, their their name like if you listen to podcasts, you'll get to know their names too. Yours is Mooch. I, I would my my uh, my name in the in the podcast is Mooch. Oh, Mooch. I, I literally said like, no, me, me. That's my that's my alias in my in um. What's on your plate? Oh, just M E. That's it. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, my. Alias, my my name in my pod in the podcast for my friends. My my name is Mooch in the podcast. Wait, how do you spell that? M O O C H. Oh, Mooch, M O C H. Yeah, like a moocher. Oh. Really <laughs> J Ray eats me out here. I know what you're talking about. No blame. All right, bro. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pause <laughs> this right, in the Thanks. podcast. Ended it now.